This is the Fullerton Financial Hour with Stephanie Fullerton, president and founder of Fullerton Financial Planning and the author of the book, Living a Happy, Healthy, and Inspired Retirement, your definitive financial guide. Stephanie and her team believe in building lifelong relationships built on performance and trust. Now, here's your host, Mark Elliott and Stephanie Fullerton. Welcome to the Fullerton Financial Hour, where your retirement dreams begin. I'm Mark Elliott, and today sitting in for Stephanie Fullerton is Zach Toby. You've heard Zach before on the program, Grand Canyon University legend, Zach Toby, <laughs> joining us today. And that, that's not right. You're a legend? No, wait, no, your mom's no. in the Hall of Fame at Grand Canyon, yeah. not you. Not me, not me. I'm not quite as cool as my mom, Mark. <laughs> that's always good, though, to have. My dad's in a Hall of Fame. He's in actually three Hall of Fames, I think. Uh, so pretty impressive. Pretty cool. That's hey, if awesome. you have any questions about where you are on that road to retirement, it's a great opportunity for you to talk with the team at Fullerton Financial. You know, can I retire? Well, when can I retire? Do we have enough? Are we going to be okay? You know, can we maintain our lifestyle in retirement? Because one of the stressors of retirement is, boy, do we have enough income to maintain our lifestyle? And then how long will it last? That's really what the team at Fullerton Financial can help you by creating that, that smart retirement plan that they walk you through. And it's income, investment, taxes, health care, legacy planning, Social Security, Medicare, all those decisions you have to make. Why not sit down with the team that works in the retirement planning world? Because it's different than the investment side only or the insurance side only. At Fullerton Financial, they can help you in both of those worlds. And then you throw in the banking world. Those are the three worlds of money, bank, insurance, Wall Street. That's where the worlds of mm -hmm. money are. And how do you set that up for you? What, I guess, diversification do you need? It's 800-947-9522 is the number. There's no cost to chat with the team. Uh, they don't know if they can help you until you reach out. But you certainly will gain some knowledge about your situation by chatting with them. 800-947-9522 and the website, FullertonFP.com. The FP just stands for financial planning. FullertonFP.com. Always events going on that Stephanie and the team are putting on to help educate people and you got questions about certain areas, taxes and the like, uh, there's probably an event for you, FullertonFP.com. Zach, you ready to go? Maybe you're not as accomplished as much as your mom at this point, but there's still hope. Well, I'll tell you what, I've, I'm feeling great today because uh, my, my daughter, Callie, and she's eight, she's 19 months at this point, but she's been... Uh, She's been having a rough time sleeping here, but last night was the first night I got, you know, six hours of sleep um, in in the last few weeks. So I'm I'm feeling You're feeling good. I'm feeling great today. <laughs> so I'm ready. I'm ready to take on. I'm not quite as cool as my mom. I get that, but I feel like I'm as cool as my mom. Well, good, 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 good. Uh, so you know, there's so much. I think you know the mainstream media. It, it's kind of back when I was growing up, and I'm 64. Um, this mm -hmm. is the year of Medicare for me, actually. I'll hit 65 late in the year. But you think about it. I grew up with Walter Cronkite, Tom yep. Brokaw, Dan Rather, the, the old news guys. That we all pretty much trusted what they said. Today, we don't really know who to trust. There's so many conflicting messages that we hear uh, when it comes to that. And the same thing when it comes to the economic outlook for 2024. A lot of people are saying, ooh, it could be a terrible year. Some say, nah, it shouldn't be too bad. Because uh, if you look at history in the presidential election years, basically it's around a 10% average for the markets? I mean, it's not mm -hmm. not 20 or 30, but it's not bad. So I don't know. How are you seeing all of this? Because they always we've been hearing since really since 2021, who we're going to have in a recession, but we really haven't yet. Yeah, Mark, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, back when, uh, you know, my mom, the mainstream media, Tom, the Tom Brokaws of the world, you had a few people in the mainstream media that you could, that you felt like you, you really could trust. Well, I, these days it's, I mean, even for me, it's, it's information overload from all of the talking heads that are saying this, that, and the other about different things. And the, the unfortunate thing is no one, no one really knows exactly what, what's going to happen. But, you know, looking at some of the, some of the different outlooks for this year, well, you know, different forecasters are are confident that we're going to stick a soft landing with the rate hikes that we've seen over the last 24 months and uh, how inflation has responded to some of those things. It, it looks like we could have a soft landing in, in 2024, and but, you know, there there are still certain signs of, of turbulence moving forward. And, and like you were saying, hey, we're, we're also in an election year. So, you know we're we're gonna 
likely see some of that volatility with with the market in particular and what are what are we doing to help alleviate that or what are we doing to plan for that so when there are so many conflicting messages that we hear i mean how do you kind of ease people's minds because i know stephanie always likes to say look we're not here to make you rich we're here to make mm-hmm. sure you're never poor you never run out of money in retirement how do you kind of maybe build the confidence of your clients by putting that plan together for them because Washington and Wall Street do have an impact on our retirement, but we'd really rather it based on what we have done and what we have saved and then how we can enjoy our retirement without worrying about some of that extraneous stuff. Yeah. Well, it really comes down, Mark, to planning and, and not not just, all right, well, one of the things that Stephanie always told me as you know, I started in the as the business is we don't want to we don't want to plan our entire retirement on the stock market. Uh, I mean, like, like we're, we're talking about here, well, there's conflicting messages about what the market's going to do, how the market's going to look. And and so, you know, you don't, I don't know what the market's going to do in six months. I can make a really good educated guess. And some people can make a really good educated guess here, but we, we don't even know what it's going to do next week. And so as our listeners are listening, well, you've, you've likely been saving or putting away and whether it's a 401k, some sort of, some sort of savings plan for your overall retirement. And what we want in retirement is some sort of confidence that, and assurance that we we're going to be okay. And the market is something that, yeah, for lack of a better word, it's, it's, um, it's volatile. It's unpredictable. Um, there are outlier events that happen all the time in the world at large that can drastically affect our retirement. And so, you know, what, what Stephanie says about, well, we want to make a plan and we're not planning to risk it all to make you rich. We're planning to guarantee that you won't be poor. And so we want to plan today for the worst because the worst, we don't know what the worst is. And we want to plan as if it's going to happen. And if it, if the worst doesn't happen, that's great. But at least you have a plan in place for when it happens. And when market for market corrections in particular, it's planning for the when that happens versus the crossing our fingers, hoping that it doesn't happen. 800-947-9522. If you'd like to sit down with the team at Fullerton Financial and talk about some of this and figure out where you are, you know, what happens if, the, if we do go into a recession? How does that work? What if we do get laid off? Uh, like 2020 furloughs and layoffs happened all over the place. We've seen companies this year that are doing that. So where are we? Are we secure? Do we have that emergency fund build up that in case something bad would happen, we've got six days, you know, six months to a year of kind of sitting around there to help protect us. But really it's about having a plan that's there to protect you because the markets are going to go up. They're going to go down. They're going to go sideways. You don't want all of your money. Typically that's why the team at Fuller Financial can help you in the insurance world. They can help you in the Wall Street world because it's really about a blending of both worlds. There are people probably that have 100% of the money in the market. There are probably people that have 100% of the money safe and secure in the insurance world. But most people use both worlds, kind of the blending. And they don't know at Fullerton Financial what you need to help you and your situation when it comes to retirement until you reach out. Again, it's 800-947-9522. Totally complimentary, 800-947-9522. So when you sit down with people, I, I wonder this because... You know, we always hear, hey, come get a second opinion. And that makes great sense. But I wonder how many of the people you sit down with, what percentage of them would actually be getting a first opinion? Because they've just kind of let their 401k roll at work. They got an IRA or what have you. And they really haven't looked at it. And now they're like, well, I'm getting close to retirement. I better come in and sit down. I mean, how many is it a second opinion? What percentage would you say if you had 20 people come in, how many of those would be a second opinion? How many of those would be a first, do you think? Yeah, I I would venture to guess that out of the 20 that potentially come in, you know, and sit down with either myself or one of the other advisors here, I would bet you that 17 or 18 of them are actually getting a first opinion on what their retirement actually looks like. And there are a few that, hey, maybe I'm working with someone and, and I already have potentially a semblance of a plan. And, and I do need an actual second opinion on where I'm at. But for the majority of folks that come in, it, 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 really is, it really is the first time that they're really looking at their written plan for what they're going to do in retirement. Because simply, simply put, 
we have we have these 401ks, these tools that we've been saving in and, and leaving it there and hoping that that's going to suffice in terms of giving us income in retirement and that it's going to be protected from market market volatility in some way, shape or form. Well, that's not that's not a plan at all. It's a great plan for accumulation. Well, while you're working somewhere, great, great idea to continue putting away money in your 401k. But once you reach 59 and a half, really, that's where I would say you should, or if you've left a job and you have a dormant 401k, you should really start looking at, well, how do I, how do I best utilize this? Because if it's sitting at a 401k, an old 401k, if it's sitting in your current 401k and you're 59 and a half, well, A, you're limited in your investment options. Well, and, and those investment options might not be what you have available, I mean, might not be getting you to your goals or addressing the concerns that you have. And so that's where when we sit down with folks, that majority of folks, we're, we're looking at this for the first time and we're going to take a look at your risk. We're going to take a look at your income plan. We're going to take a look at, you know, healthcare. And really, we're going to focus on taxes and things and Ultimately, what does a comprehensive plan look like to get us down the path of retirement, creating a roadmap for how to get us from point A to point Z? So when, when should we think about getting a first opinion or a second opinion? I would say you should always be thinking about it. And, you know, what we're, what we're offering and the thing that we, the thing that we offer is, hey, we want to be able to assist you. And I would say if you have concerns or any doubts right now would be the best time to come sit down with us. Uh, if you're nearing retirement or you, even if you're a few years out, you think come in and sit down with our team because we're going to take a look at, well, maybe we, if we can help you, we want to be able to offer our help. And if you want our help, then we want to partner alongside of you to serve you throughout your retirement. And so if you have any of those doubts or concerns, now is the time to act because, hey, five years from now, that might be too late. A year from now, that could be too late. So now is the time to really start being proactive with what you and, and you know, our listeners, what, what you all have worked hard for, for your retirement plan. So maybe you were lucky enough to have the copy of The Amazing Spider-Man number one <laughs> uh, recently sold at auction. 61-year-old comic book sold for $1.38 million. The copy of Superman number one sold for $2.34 million. What kind of comic book can you get for your daughter that you think that in 60 years she'll be able to have over a million dollars? Well, it'd be probably two or three million by that point. Yeah. Do, you, huh? do, they, How about that? do, they, still, do they still do uh, hard copy comic books? I don't even know. I don't even I, know. I, I was a baseball I, card guy back in the day. Yeah. And so, for example, I had a Willie Mays baseball card. Okay. A Hall of Famer, obviously. Yeah. Um, the Say Hey Kid. And it was a sporting news, and it, it had, didn't have his team on it. So I wrote in Giants on the card. And then he got traded to the Mets. He finished with the Mets, so I write in scratch out Giants and put in Mets. And it was a $500 card that became worth $5. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Who yeah. Knew? And, and, and if, you're listen, if you're listening and you have you know that Spider-Man or Superman number one comic, give us a call. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, isn't it? Holy That's cow. crazy. Yeah. So look, there's and and there, that's one thing that a lot of people do when they retire. They have hobbies that they actually can make some money doing, and and hey, that's great. Always nice to be able to augment and sub supplement your income in retirement. But where are you? That's really what Zach and the team at Fullerton Financial are here to help you figure out. How can they give you some pointers or areas of maybe of concern that you may have that maybe really isn't an area of concern. You really won the game. You don't even know it. Or maybe they could help you make some tweaks here or there that would put you in a better position. They don't know. You don't know because you've never done it. This is your opportunity to sit down with the team at Fullerton Financial. No cost to you. 800-947-9522. Uh, no obligation. No pressure. 800-947-9522. Wouldn't it be nice to not worry? Uh, boy, I wonder if we can go take that trip. I wonder if we can get that new car. Don't really know because you don't have a plan. You have a plan. Maybe you're good to go. You just don't even realize it. Sit down with the team at Fullerton Financial. There's no cost. It's a great opportunity for you. 800-947-9522. So, Zach, with a young 19-month-old, do you does your wife give you to-do lists or do you give her to-do lists? <laughs> 
I, I don't know the last time I gave my wife a to-do list, but, um, yes, I, I do happen to have a, a honey-do list at home, um, uh, for me. She actually, she's actually her job right now. I promoted her last year to full-time with Callie. So yeah, I, I, I oftentimes come home to a honey-do list and I'm, I'm more than happy to do it. Well, the problem though, if she gave you a long to-do list, you would just be overwhelmed and just sit down and watch TV, go mm. play with Callie. So mm. she's got to be succinct. Don't need 9,000 things to do. Hey, here's a couple things I'd love for you to get done this weekend, Zach. Okay, I can handle that. So when you think about that, when you, you, you're thinking about all the topics of retirement, there are so many different areas. If we whittle that down to, let's say, the top three topics that we all really need to be aware of when it comes to retirement, what would those three be in your mind? Yeah, uh, income, that's going to be number one. Uh, making sure that we have a plan for health care and long-term care, and then a plan for taxes. Those are the three main ones. And it makes sense. Income is where everything starts, right? you got to replace the paychecks are no longer coming in. Health care, long-term care, that's a whole different animal there because that area, even we were at pretty much zero inflation, those areas were going up 5 6% every year, and they've not stopped, it seems like. And then taxes, for my grandparents who retired in the 70s, they had pensions, they had Social Security, they had, you know, their company a lot of times would help them with health care. Really wasn't an issue for them. But for today's retirees, IRAs, 401ks, taxes become a huge thing. If you have the, if all that's sitting in the traditional side, it's never been taxed. And then you think about health care and long-term care. We're living longer, which means more health issues probably. So there's a lot of moving parts here. What about the income part? I think there's so many areas of retirement they think, well, Boy, I don't have a pension, so I've got my 401k at work. I've got an IRA. I might have some real estate, I guess. Where, where do we get the income from to be able to match what we had while we were getting paychecks every two weeks? Yeah, well, um, uh, Stephanie always says, and she's probably said it on the show before, and I think I've heard her say it on the show, but you know, there is no retirement plan without, a, without an income plan in some way, shape, or form. You're walking into the stage of your life where, well, A, we're, we're trying to preserve what you've worked hard for, and B, well, you no longer are receiving a paycheck on a, a, a weekly or biweekly basis. And so what we need to come up with is a, a solid strategy to cover your overall expenses. And not only do we need that, and what I like with that typically is guarantees. If I can find guarantees for that income that cover our expenses, then well, we want to look at that. But then also we want to talk about efficiency of those withdrawals. I mean, depending on, and I, and I, and I have, you know, some stories of folks who um, were maybe listening to the show and they came in, they sat down with us. We went through the comprehensive analysis of his overall portfolio and, you know, red flags started popping up in my mind. And because I'm listening to, well, this is where I'm taking, this is where I'm taking my income from. This is how I'm doing this right now. I'm not using social security, different things like that. And, you know, what we were able to do was create a better income plan, a more efficient income plan. And it saved, it saved his family in taxes, you know, tens of thousands of dollars over the life of, of him partnering with us. And that's really where, well, we want to make sure that we have guarantees or that we have a solid income plan in place, but then we also, and this is the retirement portion, this is what we specialize in is how do we draw these assets as efficiently as possible to not pay more to the IRS than we need to. So when you say guaranteed income, most hmm. of us don't have a pension. There's still, you know, teachers and state workers, government workers that have pensions, which is fantastic. If you had that, you're kind of ahead of the game a little bit. Where does the guaranteed income part come in? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, there are there are certain products that uh, we are able to look at utilizing, like uh, annuities, for instance. You know, annuity annuity is a is a Latin term. It means guarantee guarantee of payment, and so. When we're looking at strategies or we're talking through, well, how do we get that that paycheck on a monthly basis? Well, we may we may want to, and this is not a this is not a hundred percent of the time, but we may want to take a look at, well, do we reposition some of our assets to maybe an annuity strategy to cover that income? And and it all comes down to, well, if maybe maybe you have a few years till retirement, but I'm able to, I'm fifty nine and a half, and I'm able to now access my 401k, well, maybe that looks like repositioning some of those assets to a strategy like an annuity 
where where I can get a guarantee income the second the day I retire well I have I know that I have a plan in place where I'm going to get a paycheck that covers my monthly expenses and you know and, and and fortunately we don't know that until we sit down with someone so something like that might make make sense for some of you some of our listeners but we don't know that until myself or one of the other advisors um, working here at Fullerton sits down with you and goes over what your plan actually looks like from an income perspective. Yeah, and you know, when you hear the word annuities, a lot of people go, well, that didn't work for my grandma. Well, how mm-hmm. about this? Annuities started back in 1759. And mm-hmm. you wouldn't be surprised that in 2024, they're not the same types of annuities as they were in 1759. Things have evolved, but annuities, the guarantees or protections, they're always backed by the strength and claims paying ability of that insurance company. So is it an A-plus rated and all of that? And does it even make sense? As Zach said, annuities do not make sense for everybody. But if really one of the things you want, you don't have a pension, you'd like to create your own, they do have the availability to do that if it makes sense. And that's why Zach said, look, everybody's situation is unique. So what are you comfortable with? What do you need to make you feel better and more positive maybe about your retirement? Maybe it is a use of annuity. Don't know until you reach out. And if it doesn't make sense for you, Zach and the team don't even bring them up, right? It's what do you need to help you in your situation? It's 800-947-9522. Again, this is complimentary. 800-947-9522. But you can't retire without income. Where's yours going to come from? Do you know? How much? Each month, month after month. How long? 800-947-9522. You know, one of the the things that I don't like, and it's probably because I don't have a ton of money because I've had more fun than responsibility in my life, (laughs) I think, Zach. But you think about it, you know, well, the average 60-year-old has this much saved. The average 70-year-old has this much saved. The average 30-year-old has this much saved. Well, everybody's situation is unique, and you sat down with people that had a million dollars and it wasn't enough to retire. But you sat down with people that had 200000 and it was plenty because it's all about lifestyle. So mm. how do we know if we've saved enough to be able to retire? How do you help people figure that out? Yeah, well, that's, that's where, that's where we, when you sit down with our team, that's why we do the deep dive that we do. I mean, we're, gonna, we're obviously going to we're going to talk about your goals and concerns and what those are. And, and really, the goals and concerns portion of things, getting to know you better, really kind of sets the stage for what is the lifestyle, like you were saying, Mark, what's the lifestyle that you desire? What's the lifestyle that you want to live? And so, all right, well, this is, this is all right, we've created this, this. Now, over here on this side, we're going to take a look at the more, the details of that. All right, well, what have you done to save for this? What are you doing from an income perspective? What are your actual expenses? And how do we now create a plan to cover those expenses in retirement? How do we create a how do we create a comprehensive plan to give you the assurance that all right, well, what I've saved, whether it's 200,000 or if it's a million dollars or or more, well, what I have saved, I can reposition things or create a comprehensive plan that is going to make sure that the lifestyle that I I lead right now, or you as the listeners lead right now, that I have enough to get me through retirement. Um, And so, yeah, like you were saying, Mark, the the dollar amount depends on what your lifestyle is and, and how do we go about creating the plan from there. So what if we're a little bit under where we think we should be? I mean, are there ways you can help us maybe strategize to do a little better? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's that's part of that's part of it. You know, people will people will walk in and I've had I've had multiple people walk in and they'll 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 come to me with with the idea that, well, hey, I want to retire at this point in time. Okay, perfect. Um, well, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do and what all of the advisors here do is we're going to look at, well, how do we optimize a strategy for retiring at say 65 or not? And, you know, okay, we're going to look at the numbers there. Does it make sense for the person sitting across the table for us? And if yes, that's great. Perfect. We're going to have that strategy in place. And I've had plenty of those meetings. Now the harder meeting is, well, I want to retire at, you know, I want to retire earlier than I thought. Well, my job, unfortunately, sometimes is is that I have to have the hard conversation to say, well, no, actually, 
I'm looking I'm looking to optimize your retirement strategy. And I would say that maybe you need to hold off a little bit longer and, and, and possibly continue to contribute to your 401k, whatever it is, work a little bit longer, maybe get a, optimize your social security income just so that your assets are going to last you till point Z. Um, and I don't know when point Z is for anyone. Um, you know, it would be much easier to plan if we, if we had that, but we want to make sure that we're optimizing when the date that you retire so that you have the maximum income plan for your retirement plan. You know, in your smart retirement plan, it starts with the S is source of income. That's really where mm -hmm. it starts. It starts with income. And, you know, some of those advisors that aren't retirement planning teams like Fullerton Financial, they might say, look, you've got a lot of money. I think you're going to be fine. And if you just need money, let me know and we'll, we'll just transfer it to you. That is not an income strategy that how Fullerton Financial works, I would think. No, not at all, not at all. And I and I, I cringe a little bit when I when I sit down with folks and and you know the the few that already have maybe some semblance of a plan. And when I sit down with them and they they say exactly that. Well, and they just the guy I work with or the girl I work with, they just said, you know, if I need it, I'll I can pull it out, and and that's what I'm I'm gonna do. And 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 I say, well, no, you we need to have some sort of concrete plan that I know that I'm going to get this income. I know that I'm going to get this paycheck on a monthly basis and I know I'm going to cover my expenses. And, and oftentimes it's a blend of, you know, products that provide that income uh, and, and utilizing the market, you know, for growth, um, what we, you know, for growth potential. And so, you know, we don't want to just say, well, I'm going to take it out when I need to take it out. No, we want to make sure that it's a solidified plan to, address your monthly expenses, whatever those are. And if you have questions about that, you know, give us a call at, you know, 800-947-9522. Again, that's 800-947-9522. Our team is ready to, uh, to field your call. You'd sit down with us. We're going to go over what your income plan is and make sure that you have that solidified for your retirement goals and dreams. Zach Toby sitting in today, been with the team about five years, financial advisor for the team, Grand Canyon legend. He's really, I think the whole team, as, as you know from listening to Stephanie over the years, her and Steve are about how do we help families have more confidence, more clarity into their retirement? How can we maybe ease some stress? And it's by putting a plan together. Well, Zach has narrowed it down to three areas. And we know there's income, investment, taxes, healthcare, legacy planning, Social Security, Medicare. There's a lot of different areas. But we've whittled it down to income. That's kind of where it starts. You've got to replace the paychecks that are no longer coming in. But then it's healthcare slash long-term care, and it's taxes. And, you know, Zach, you mentioned earlier that one thing that we don't know is how long we need our money to be here for us. We don't know our end date, if you will. So income is one of those things we'd love to get you to 100. And if you make it over 100, move to New Mexico. There's no taxes for those over 100 in New Mexico, at least state taxes, so you're good there. But, you know, that's the idea. We don't know if we're going to be here. My dad passed away at 72. My mom's 87 and still going. So you don't really know how long we're going to be here. And typically, the next generation lives a little bit longer than the previous generation. So does that mean I make 73 or 88? I don't know. And that's really the challenge when it comes to how long we need our money to last. How much do we need? Don't really know. Everybody's situation is unique. Well, the other big challenge is we don't know, Zach, if we're going to have health care issues or a loved one's going to have health care issues. We don't know if we're going to need long-term care. We go into retirement feeling good, and then 20 years later, we don't feel as good maybe. So now what happens? So how do you handle that part of it? Because we know that more working people and retired folks have to file for bankruptcy because of a health care incident they didn't have the coverage for. How do you deal with that? Yeah, well, that's where it comes down to, you know, the the planning aspect of of this. And and I, besides the income plan and the question of am I going to have enough money to last, the number two thing that I get is, well, how am I going to be able to afford some sort of catastrophic event like a like a long term care type of event? And and that's where, as an advisory staff, you know what we're what we're looking at uh, overall is well, how do we create a comprehensive plan that gives you the confidence that you need if one of those events were to happen? How do we how do we bring hey health rising healthcare costs and specifically long term care in particular? Well, how do we create a plan that um, covers those those bases if you if you have 
if you have those concerns. And, you know, I always talk about the, the healthcare aspect as, as a, as a backstop. I know you were, you were a baseball player, right? Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, you know what a backstop is and, and I, and I use it as a, I use that term because, you know, the backstop is there for pass balls, different things, different things that come up in the game of baseball. And when we're talking about the long-term care portion of things, well, it's a backstop. It's a safety net, I'll call it. And, you know, and I hope that for our listeners and, and when I'm talking with our clients that we've put these plans in place, well, I hope we don't ever have to get to the point where we have a, a wild pitch and it, it, it has to go to the backstop. But we want the backstop there um, for if that happens. And then I hope it doesn't, but we have to plan uh, as if it were going to happen. Yeah, it's kind of back to Stephanie's theory of, you know, hope for the best, but plan for the worst. And when you mm-hmm. think about, and Stephanie and I started doing the show maybe back in 2014, I think it was, and Fidelity has always done this study. The average 65-year-old healthy couple will need X amount of dollars throughout the rest of their life for health care, not long-term care, just health care. Well, that number when we started, Zach, was about 220000 Today, wow. Fidelity says the average 65-year-old couple can expect to spend th- over $300,000 now just on health care throughout retirement, not including long-term care. Now, I think a lot of people go, well, wait, once I hit 65, I've got Medicare. So I'm good. I don't have to worry about that. Well, Medicare is going to be there for a little bit when you get the long-term care needs. But once they decide, okay, you're not getting better, Medicare's out. So that's something I think maybe surprises people. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I've had multiple conversations with people that that's that, well, hey, Medicare is going to cover this. And then I have to be the bearer of bad news and, and say, well, yeah, you're right. It'll, it'll cover some of it for a little bit of time, but you're likely going to need more than that. And, and, and I'll go back to the Medicare um, portion as well, because we, we, we have, you know, our smart acronym that we go over sources of income, advanced financial planning, you know, Medicare and healthcare costs, you know, part of our, part of our process for the comprehensive planning is, this is the M in there is, is, uh, is a Medicare consultant. You know, we, we leverage our team to make sure that whatever Medicare plan that you're using is, is going to help with supplementing or covering those medications or different things that you have. But and from outside of that with our team, well, we want to make sure that going back to the income, that we have a, a sufficient income plan that is going to help with alleviating some of those costs that come up from uh, healthcare-related issues. You know, when you think about it, my mom is 87, as I said, Zach. And so she lived in her home for a long time, obviously. Then she moved to unassisted living. Three grand a month. Mm-hmm. Nice place, kind of an apartment type setting. Then last year she went into un- she went into assisted living. That three grand became nine grand a month. Those kind of dollars month after month after month, and I don't know, typically the average maybe be three to five years. But you think of somebody that gets maybe Alzheimer's or dementia, you know, at sixty five and they live to ninety. That's a huge expense. The long-term care part of this, and I think we all know about the old long-term care policies, you know, where you, you, you buy it and you don't need it. You just lost all that money. Kind of like our health care, I mean, our, our uh, home and auto insurance we have right now. Hopefully you don't need it, but you know you need it. And if you, if you did need it, you'd love to have it. So we all have it. And we don't all have long-term care coverage. So there's a lot of options in this world, aren't there? Yeah, there are there are a ton of options, and and you know maybe it's maybe it's life insurance, maybe it is long term care insurance, and 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 I don't often you know say that that's what we want to go to because like you were saying, Mark, well if you if you're paying this premium um, for long term care insurance, well the premium as you get older is not going to go down over that period of time; it continues to go up. And guess what? What what you've put in there for the safety, just like you pay for your your car insurance or home insurance, and you hope nothing happens. But and if nothing does happen, well, you just put you've kind of just thrown that money away throughout that time, you know. And so what we prefer is to look at you know products or the different uh, strategies that well, hey, if you if you need to use it, it's there. That's great. We're gonna plan for the worst and hope for the best. So if you need to use it, it's there. But if you don't need to use it, and, and I hope that's the case for most of our listeners, but if you don't need to use it, then that stays in your pocket. You get to utilize that, or maybe it's your kids that get to utilize it, things like that. 
And so we want to look at other potential options and, and I, and we won't know that, you know, unless you sit down with us, you know, we won't know, I don't know what your concerns are until you, you sit down with the team here, you know, you call us and, you know, we're going to walk through, well, Hey, this, that might, this might be a pitfall. This might be a big thing in your retirement that could com- potentially blow it up. And so what we want to do is, is make sure that that doesn't happen. The what ifs in life are always there. And, and I, and I, I've said it on the show before, but you know, your health doesn't care what your goals and dreams are. It's not going to, your health, health issues don't sit there and say, well, Hey, you want to take this trip this year? Um, I'm going to wait to get you sick until next year. Well, no, that's not, that's not the way that it works. It happens unexpectedly. And so we want to plan for that. And if that's something that you're concerned with, you know, give us a call 800-947-9522. Again, that's 800-947-9522. Or you can go on our websites, Fullerton FP, the FP stands for financial planning, fullertonfp.com. So healthcare, long-term care, we don't know, right? That's that's the reason for planning, and the team at Fullerton Financial here to help guide you. The final thing of income, healthcare, slash long-term care is taxes. Taxes are one of those areas that I think, you know, my grandparents did not have IRAs. They did not have 401ks. They had pensions. They had Social Security. That was their income in retirement. But today's retirees, you think about it, IRAs started in 1974. 401k started in 1978. The Roth IRA started in 1997. The Roth 401k in 1998. That's the tools you're seeing most often probably when people come in today to sort of talk about retirement. Well, if you're in the traditional 401k, traditional IRA, none of that money's been taxed. How big of a challenge is that for some? Well, yeah, it can be. It, it can be the difference between you know thousands and thousands of dollars in in your retirement, and it, you may not have you may not have thought about that like that. But you you have your traditional IRAs or your four hundred one ks, like you were saying, Mark. And every time you get a statement on there, well, potentially it lists out you know what who your beneficiaries are, and maybe it's your kids or your grandkids, whatever it is. Maybe it's your 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 spouse, and the the one you don't see on there with those traditional IRAs or 401ks is that the IRS is the beneficiary on there. And whether you like it or not, when you start having to pull funds from the, from that, that bucket to supplement your retirement, well, it's, it's all counted as ordinary income. And so, and then, and then whether you need that or not, guess what? The IRS also says, well, put this money away, defer the taxes, but at a certain point, regardless of what you want to do, we're going to require that you start taking this money out and paying the taxes on it. So when you think about all of this and when it comes to taxes, I think, you know, the old adage was, well, when you retire, your taxes will be lower. Well, today's retirees, that's not necessarily the case. It might be still, you know, great for you, but most of us might have a lot of money sitting in IRAs and 401ks that have not been taxed yet. And so that's really the great benefit of sitting down with the team, because that's something that Stephanie's probably started talking about a little bit maybe back in 2014, 15, but once we hit 2020 and passed, because of everybody you sit down with, they have IRAs and 401ks, and a lot of them mm-hmm. they are traditional. They haven't been taxed yet. And so when you think about all of that, how does that tax-efficient strategy fit into? Because that's in your acronym of SMART retirement. That's the T, tax-efficient strategies. Yeah, and whether whether folks come in and and that's a big concern or not, and it, and, and let me just say let me just say this right now, it should be a big concern. If if you're if you have a 401k or traditional IRA that has not been taxed yet, you should have that concern on your mind about what am I gonna what am I gonna pay in taxes when I need to when I need to withdraw this? And so you know for our team, we're not tax preparers. We're not preparing your taxes, but what we want to do is look at tax planning and how do we make you as tax efficient as possible? And, and you know oftentimes what that looks like, especially with those tax deferred accounts, is well, we want to make conversions to a Roth IRA. And you know what a Roth IRA is going to do is it's going to give you, and I don't know about you, Mark, but I like tax-free. And so with a Roth IRA, we're going to take this tax-deferred money and we're going to pay the taxes now to make it tax-free later on. And, and the reason we're looking at doing that so heavily and why Stephanie has been you know, talking about this for so long is because our current tax rates are probably the best tax rates we're going to see for a while. I don't know about you and I don't know about you as listeners, but taxes are likely not going down. And and in fact, we know that they're going to go up in 2026 unless legislation changes that. 
And so uh, how can we take advantage of our current tax rates and save us in taxes over the long term, whether it's you personally as the listener, or if, if you have legacy concerns or goals to leave money to your kids, you know, how can we make our estate as tax efficient as possible? And, and oftentimes, you know, the tax planning of, of looking at Roth conversions is going to be what we do. And again, whether that's a concern or not, we're going to take a look at it for you nonetheless. That's part of our comprehensive processes. Is there potential here to make this change and be more tax efficient? And so, yeah, go ahead and call our team. You know, uh, that's what we want to look at is, is how do we make you as tax efficient as possible? We're going to look at an income plan. We're going to look at healthcare concerns. So our the number to call is 800-947-9522. Again, that's 800 800- Nine four seven nine five two two. We're going to touch. We, you know, we were talking about taxes. Thought we'd finish up today with a little history of taxes, uh, and it's kind of crazy when you think about all the taxes we've dealt with over time. Because basically, our country started because we didn't like England taxing us. <laughs> now here we are uh, being taxed, <laughs> and probably not as much as some countries, I suppose. But we all think we pay a lot in taxes, and we're probably paying the less the least amount of taxes today that we will pay the rest of our lives. Taxes we feel like they're only going up. Tax right now, I mean our our if you go to usdebtclock.org right now we're 34 trillion plus in debt. Uh, but they project on there in 2028 will be 46 trillion plus in debt. So taxes are they going to go down? Ah, probably not. But when you look at the history of taxes, the one thing that happens with taxes they never stay stagnant. Do they? They change. There's a lot of different taxes we deal with. What kind of stands out to you? Well, I mean, the the big one obviously is is income tax, and and we all love paying our income tax. But I, you know, I I didn't know this, but you you know, income tax was it wasn't always around. It actually to I mean, in the history of our country, it's actually you know, relatively, relatively new because the civil war, the civil war is what led to the creation of, you know, the first income tax. And basically the civil war created the IRS. And so, you know, collecting taxes on, on your income, that's, that, that, that's interesting to me. You know, sales tax was enacted in 1921. And and I'll tell you what, I, I, my, my grandmother lives in Oregon. And so they, Oregon is one of the only states that I think it's Alaska, Delaware, Montana, New Hampshire, and then Oregon, Oregon doesn't have sales tax. And so I remember when I was growing up as a kid, we'd go up and visit grandma and grandpa. And that's where we would buy all of our, um, <laughs> all of our sports equipment and different things. And we'd travel back down to, to Arizona because, well, we weren't going to pay sales tax up there. So, um, that was always, that, that's an interesting thing to me with sales tax. Yeah. And you think about the civil war leading to the first income tax, that one got repealed after the civil war. And the one that we're under really started in 1913. That's really our first federal income tax law. That's what we're kind of going by today. Uh, and do you realize this? I didn't even realize this, but there actually was part of the, the constitution. We always hear about that, right? Was we're not going to be taxed. Mm-hmm. They had to, there was a, I think a Supreme Court ruled you can't tax the citizens, and they ruled five to four. No, no taxes. Well, that got repealed, obviously, uh, and they changed that. But in 1913, they said, "All right, here's the deal: we're, we're going to." And they started with the 400 pages of our tax law in 1913. Today, over 70,000 pages, almost 80,000 pages in our tax law. So you're glad you're not a CPA, and you have to read all of that, Zach. But that's kind of crazy, I think, when you think about yeah. that. I don't know taxes. I mean, I get it. I mean, I want good roads to drive on. They're not always good, but they're better than the alternative, I suppose. So yeah. the idea is we do have to help yeah. our government and you know all the things that they deal with. It's it's pretty crazy. Taxes are the one thing that that they have to kind of help us, I suppose. Is that how you look at it? Yeah, I I I suppose I suppose, <laughs> but I I mean my Maybe a stretch. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, I, yeah, well, it may be a stretch, yeah, but um, you know, my, our whole our whole philosophy and Stephanie's whole philosophy is, you know, we're going to have to pay taxes no matter what. It is what it is. But I always look at it from, well, how can we, you know, when we're talking about retirement or even during your working years, well, how can we pay the minimum amount? that we're going to have to pay. And specifically when we're talking about retirement planning, I know there's, there's the mandatory amount. We're going to have to pay 
X amount of dollars for taxes. It's just a given. But if we do the proper planning, well, we can make that mandatory amount the only amount. And, and instead of paying the optional taxes, if we plan correctly, you know, we can uh, we can limit our overall taxable liability. And that's really kind of where where we sit is, well, how do we how do we maximize, you know, your retirement plan to to make sure that you're not paying the IRS more than than they need to be paid? Because like you were saying, Mark, well, I, 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 I wish, uh, you know, it sometimes looks like depending on the road, I like having nice roads, but it sometimes looks like my taxes aren't going there. So, um, yeah, how do we how do we? <laughs> yeah, we, we want to pay our fair share. Our we just don't want to overpay. Yeah, absolutely. And so you think about taxes are a really big deal. And we're going to finish up today with the the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. It's getting ready to end because when it was put in place in 2017, Mm -hmm. really started in 2018, uh, but the law came about in 2017. It expected to expire in December 31st of 2025. So we're going to touch on that. But when it comes to your taxes, we want to pay our fair share. There's no question. The problem is you shouldn't be overpaying your taxes. 800-947-9522. If you have any questions about any of this, 800-947-9522. And Zach and Stephanie, they're not CPAs. They're not going to prepare your taxes that you do every April. They're talking about planning down the road. How can we help you put you in maybe a better position when it comes to IRAs and 401ks and all of that? How can we put you in a better position? 800-947-9522. One of the things that I have a problem with, now that I'm 64, which means I'm eligible to take my Social Security, Mm -hmm. but I'm not because I'm working. And so I would give back a dollar for every two I got if I started it now because there's so many rules and regulations about it. But when FDR started Social Security back in 1935, he said, we're not going to tax Social Security. And the full retirement age, well, there was the only one retirement age. There wasn't early for women or men or any of that stuff. It was You had to be 65 years of age. But the life expectancy was like 62. So they didn't figure you were going to really, that many people would actually get there to get Social Security. But he said, we're not going to tax it. Well, they changed that in 1937. They said, well, you know, we're going to have to tax a little bit of that. Well, then in 1983, they said, you know what, we can tax, we need to tax up to 50% of Social Security, depending on income. And that dollar amount's surprisingly low. For a single person, it's between 24 and 34,000 of income. It's, you can be taxed up to 50%. Well, then in 1993, they said, we need a little bit more. So now we can tax your Social Security up to 85%. That goes and is an in, is if you're over thirty four thousand, that's where you fall into the eighty five percent. And if you're married, it's thirty two to forty four, fifty percent, and over forty four is up to eighty five percent of your your social security can be taxed. Social security, I felt like I paid taxes on that when it first went in. Why, Zach? When you're governor of Arizona and then president at some point, make your mom proud, <laughs> the Hall of Famer at Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. Why do I have to pay taxes so much on my social security? I've already done it when they took it in the first place. And there's no Zach Toby or Mark Elliott Social Security box sitting there because they use it for other stuff. That's probably part of the problem with Social Security. You'll fix it though, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely gonna do that. And it, and you I know I know you're working on, you know, becoming governor and, and probably president at one point too, <laughs> right? Um so you're I know you're gonna fix it too, Mark, but yeah, I you said something. You said something in there, and, and and when it comes to the IRS, it's always it's always more. It's always like, hey, we we we're greedy. We want more, and and that's where, you know, looking at, um, looking at with the planning process, you know, with with people who are concerned about taxes. Well, maybe you didn't know that if I make over a certain income level, eighty five percent of this Social Security that I've been promised is 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 going to be taxable, and that's a that's a big number. And so how do we strategize appropriately? What do we, what do we need to do? And I, and I didn't say this in the last, you know, our last uh, segment, but it, it, one of the cool things that Steve and Stephanie have decided this year and, and the team at Fullerton, we're actually adding a, we're adding a CPA firm under the umbrella of Fullerton Financial to help our, our listeners and our clients to help our listeners with, with taxes, you know, and, and that's part of, that's going to be part of, part of this. So we do the tax planning portion of things. We don't do the tax preparation like Mark's already said. And so now we're adding the portion in that to do the tax preparation part and and to work alongside of us because we really do believe in this so much to how do we save how do we save our clients ultimately from a taxable perspective. So we want to work alongside with um, folks who are actually doing the preparing for. Yeah, and if you'd like to learn more, it's 800-947-9522, 800-947-9522. There's no cost. 
There's no obligation. There's no pressure. Uh, it's just an opportunity for you to find out. Maybe there's some areas of where you are heading into retirement or already retired that maybe the team at Fullerton Financial can help you. That's a great thing. 800-947-9522. The last thing we'll touch on is the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. It went into play in 2018. But one thing that it did, it took the corporate tax rate from 35 down to 21%. There was no end date on that, the corporate tax. Well, for us, families and individuals, married couples and all of that, our taxes dropped a little bit. And I think a lot of us felt that. But that that portion ends, Zach, December 31st of 2025. And the idea is that in 2026, we go back to the 2017 rates and brackets. So it takes less money to get into a higher tax bracket than it does now. And you think, well, going from you know 22 to 24% is not a big deal, or 22 to 25%, that's not a big deal. The problem is it's not really going to be a 3% tax increase. It could be as much as 30% tax increase as you go through all the brackets because you're going to get there quicker, less money to get there. And this is a big deal. This is part of probably a lot of your planning for people is, okay, when this Tax Cuts and Jobs Act ends and our taxes go up, now what? Yeah, and that's that's the whole reason behind why we we do a tax analysis when you sit down with our team. You know, I bet I I would venture to guess that everyone listening today has listened and and or they've listened to Stephanie in the past, and, and then you're probably thinking about, well, how can I be a little more tax efficient in, in with my retirement money? And to your point, Mark, you know, with the with the, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, well, it, it goes away December thirty first, twenty twenty five. And it's not just going to be, it's not just going to be my taxes go up by a couple percent. You know, it could be 10, 15, 20% because, well, our brackets are going to condense. And not only that, but you know what, if we're going back to 2017, well, hey, the standard deduction is also going to um, get smaller as well. And so we might be looking at a, a much bigger tax bill. And so my job, our job as an advisory team is really to help walk you through and understand the potential impact that taxes can have on your retirement savings. Um, we don't want to give more to the IRS than, than, than we need to. And, and then we want to plan so you can learn about ways to reduce your overall or, or possibly even eliminate taxes in retirement. And also, you know, finally, we're going to look at creating an income strategy uh, so that your retirement income lasts as long as you need it to. You know, and so if if you're listening today, if you're a listener and you've been saving up for your retirement and you don't have a written plan, you don't have something in place that you can that you believe that you can count on, go ahead and give us a call. 800-947-9522. Again, the number is 800-947-9522. Our team's ready to sit down with you to walk through your comprehensive retirement strategy. Um, it, you know, and and we we are here to help you. So give us a call again, 800-947-9522. Investment advisory services offered through Kingdom Financial Group, LLC, an Arizona-registered investment advisor. Fullerton Financial Planning is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Fullerton Financial Planning is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. This radio show is a paid placement.